Yo, this is the ancient Texan, thinking about what does the world need now, you know that old thing, you know, what the world needs now is love, sweet love, well, I don't think we're ready for that, I think there's something that actually comes before that's possible. So if I had to pick what's missing right now in the world, let's give some examples. What's missing between the Democrats, Republicans, Independents? What are they? I think the other ball, the other side, or scumballs, or whatever you want to call them. That the other side, they question their intents. They question what they're doing, they're questioning what they're thinking, they question their motives. What's happening with Putin right now? It's kind of an extreme case. What kind of problem does he have with us? What problem does Let's take an example, and then we'll come back to all these other examples. When a couple, when one person in a couple has an affair, they say that there's a loss of love. No, you know, that's not the word they use. Trust. Now, we want to just say, well, do it or you don't do it with someone else, you're trustworthy or not. But it's really a lot more complicated than that. My lady and I made a commitment when we first got together that we're going to be honest and open with each other. That's easy to say. I expect a lot of people. But I, I think... I'm the one that asked for that, but I think Amy's the one that uh, kind of stepped to the plate and said, I have something to tell you that is really hard for me to tell you, and it's going to make me real uncomfortable. Don't you tell me, and it hurt my feelings, and, you know, patch that up for a week. things I had to tell her was that I'm, I believe on Polly. I love, it's easy for me to love people. There's a lot of great people in the world. I also have always had a pretty strong sex drive and I'm attracted to a lot of people. Now, I would tell her I am really attracted to Miss so-and-so. Now, here's the test. I'm trying to be honest and tell her that she can be listen to that 
give me a guilt trip and get her feelings hurt, which she did. She never went on the guilt trip. And it was hard for her. But she let me say it. She gradually got to where she told me, you know, to do a little, you know, vomit the, vomit the truth. And, you know, don't, I don't have to say everything that crosses my mind, but kind of separate out what's important. And if I decide that it's important, that it's important to me, something that is important to me, I should tell her. The criteria wasn't whether it would hurt her feelings or not. Because she assumed responsibility for her feelings. And when she was upset with me, she would come with to me and say, I'm upset with you about so-and-so. We gradually learned to say, my story is that you're doing blah, 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 blah. My story is that I think so-and-so or I feel so-and-so. She would say, my story is. So that kind of softened the blow because it wasn't like either one of us possessed the right way of thinking or looking at something. We both recognized that it was from our point of view and that we had constructed the story that we're now telling. And it wasn't necessarily 100% true. In fact, it's almost guaranteed it is never 100% true. You hope that it's more true than it's false. But so there's, in this trust game, there has to be a commitment from each person to know themselves well enough and sort out what's important and then deliver that as tactfully and as kindly as humbly as they can to the other party. And then the second party has to be willing to listen and in good faith accept that that's the way the other person is and accept the other person even though they feel that way. Because the tendency is to try to tell the other person, no, that's not okay for you to be that way. So there's too much resistance in the no it's not okay to be that way then after a while the person doing the telling starts altering his story to avoid the criticism and you're going down the slippery road of starting to tell someone what they want to hear instead of what they need to hear so it's the speaker and the listener have to to kind of tie in with this commitment that they want to be honest and they want it to be real not fake believe get along fake believe you're just like I want you to be because no we're not just like we want each other to be except after a while this supersedes and overrides this willingness to be open and honest and communicate back and forth to each other, that becomes more important and more a test of the trust than the actual words that come out of someone's mouth. You actually get closer. Now look at how we are with the Republicans, Democrats, independence, politics. We don't trust each other. 
that's the fundamental problem. Having a difference of opinion on about how a problem should be solved is 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 human, is normal, is the way that is. Not trusting each other is a sign that both sides have fallen down and not shown respect and listened and cared and been accepting of the other person. We don't have to accept their opinions and beliefs and even I, I, in some ways I think you have to almost accept someone's feelings even though they may be very crude and their ability to sort that out. I find most humans don't know their feelings very well. So, but you have to trust someone. You don't have to. We can obviously not trust each other because that's what we're doing. We can trust to learn to trust someone's intentions and I don't have the magic wand to say how that's done I think it's something that's built up over a period of time and I think we have to act in a way that's trustworthy um, for instance whichever side of the spectrum is you have to listen pay attention ask questions do that to the other person trusting they'll come around and do the same thing and I think we build this trust one little conversation at a time definitely no things that screw up trust is speaking hurtful making fun of treating them like they're the bad guys they're the them have no intention and vocalizing that kind of garbage um, just lets this spiral of no trust just blossom and go on so I think we have to be real careful with our words be kind open-minded don't don't fudge the truth wait till someone is ready to hear it and until then you listen to them that's really hard to do but I think that's the way it works you listen to people form a connection and build trust and once that's done and they ask the question about your opinion then that's what you do and when you're talking with your friends about the other side you can't badmouth the other side because your words, even if they're not being heard at the moment by the other side, they're kind of like poisoning the air, and they're poisoning you, and they're poisoning the person you talk to. It's like planting these ugly seeds are going to grow up and grow in the cracks between two people. And I obviously don't have all the answers. But I know trust is seriously lacking in our in our world. Um, my lovely lady and wife lets me uh, pretty much talk about anything and have any point of view. 
And I kind of got to know myself better. Some of the things I was telling her, you know, a year ago, years ago, just aren't true anymore because I didn't know myself. But in the process of telling and discussing where I thought I was, I kind of sorted it out. It's kind of a gift of trusting me that I have good intentions, I'm a good person, and that I'll work it out actually helps me do it. My daughters, um, they pretty much still kind of tell me what to think. And they tell me what I'm thinking wrong. Um, Not so much into listening to what I have to say. Maybe that's why I have a podcast. My son's pretty good in listening and thinking and throwing and tossing stuff around. He's at a stage where, well, he's probably way the hell ahead of me, but we're close enough to the same stage in our life. (laughs) Seeing as I'm double his age, I'm almost caught up with him. Where we throw things out and we throw ideas out and try to wrestle with them. And we're more talking about the idea than actually even what we we think is kind of like a more academic maybe we should have a little more personalized but it's good I could probably say that to him and he would throw that back and forth and we'd talk about it so look at the big one right now Putin obviously a huge distrust of the West and guess what the way we acted NATO and pushing weapon systems closer and closer to his border. Do you think <laughs> there's a little lack of trust on our part? Now, of course, we can look and say, of course, we were wrong to trust him. Then maybe some people are never trustworthy. But sometimes you kind of get what you cultivate. And community kind of just people by their very nature want to make the best of something like when Russia took over Crimea we just said oh well he shouldn't do that but he'll stop that's you know wishful thinking I think if you don't have the core honesty there uh, and in each individual and person it's hard to build trust that's kind of like in your own self you've got to be as honest with your own self I'm eating some great Bavardi cheese here pardon the smacking probably coming through it's a little snack at 3 o'clock because I've been fasting until now so when you think about trust and the next time you're with someone and about building trust I think the first step in that is accepting and listening to a person and trying to understand exactly what they really believe and helping them question and find that because it's not a people don't know what they really believe they mouth words um, that they've heard and stuff and in questioning them instead of telling them you help them find their truth and you help yourself find it 
and you build a relationship and gradually as you build that relationship um, and you let each side be and believe what they believe and are you know short of them telling you that they're a you know mass killer or something but most 99% of the people that you meet are going to follow this uh, they're going to be basically good people that are saying a lot of things I haven't thought through believing believing they believe what they're saying but with questioning and your interest in them may actually help discover what they believe my lady's great at asking questions and lead me somewhere else without me knowing I've been led and I think this is kind of a um, capsule of how we have to remake this world is two people talking one at a time and at least one of them really listening and questioning and that can be you if you want it to be and it can be me if I want it to be and understanding when we're reacting and just spouting off something from a reaction or whether we're being aware of our reactions and our triggers and you know letting that settle down and know what it means before we sprout out which all comes back to being calm and listening and learning to understand and then once you understand building trust and then eventually trust allowing love to, to be built I'm not an expert in this process obviously but I do see that the world needs trust in a huge, huge way right now. The world's kind of unraveling right now from lack of trust. Look at our trust with China. Look what's happening to our economies as trust unwinds. Supply chain. A lot of that's trust that's undermining the system. don't build the trust it's hard to build much else because you know it's like two people can shake hands and agree and trust and things go really fast and quickly with between people that trust each other it's easy people that only trust each other because they're both holding the gun at each other um, that's slow going afraid we're closer to the latter in this world than we are to the former. So that's my little two cents on what's missing in the world right now. This is the ancient Texan. Hope you have a good one. Namaste. Yo, this is the Ancient Texan signing off. An earthling that believes we are all part of a world wide web. We are all part of us. There are no thems. Namaste.